Wham, wham. What it do, what it do, it's your boy, Philosophical J, with the homie Lil Bro off up in the building. What's good, man? I'm doing great. Actually, today's a solid day. It is a solid day, because it's a great day. Thank you all for tuning in to the Lucky Me podcast. You know what I'm talking about? We're back. <laughs> What's good, mm-hmm. yeah? What's good? Tell the people what we're talking about today, because this is a, a long journey, and I'm really interested in how you got to this point. Oh, and man, so... i going to guess what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, look, so, Pete, I'm going to keep it one with y'all. I have become a WWE mark again, not a wrestling mark because I, you know, I don't watch all the other organizations right now, but I've become a WWE mark again. You know, for those that know me, y'all know I started wrestling, um, you know, competitively at the age of eight, you know what I'm saying? But like, we used to always wrestle in the hood. I'm talking about cardboard uh, belts and all that. Like, you walking down the street with your belt, if you had one, somebody call you out. Like, you had to wrestle for it. That was the rules, you know? Um, but anyway, uh, you know, so I came up like like that, man. I always, I'm a WWF kid, you feel me? Like, way before they switched to the E, which at the time, we didn't even like, it was like, man, that sounds stupid, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, man, so... Um, <laughs> hey man, you watch your mouth, man. The pandas are the reason why they can't be the WF anymore. I know, man. You watch your mouth though. Cause my elementary school, we the Parker Pandas. Cheese. Yes, sir. Hey, look, and was listen, real talk, and was why we actually had a move we called the Parker Panda. Um, we use when we play uh uh pick 'em up, mess 'em up, right? Mm. We uh so we there everybody be like, oh, that Parker Panda. It's, it's, it's terrible, bro. So basically, everybody who don't, you know, get the ball carried, so everybody, instead of tagging them, everybody go, and we just throw you up in the air. Like, as high as we can throw you and just move out the way. <laughs> that was the Parker Panda, bro. <laughs> Listen, bro, you just be in the air for like, oh, duh. Like, I don't see so many people just, uh, you know, don't have no bearings, no cat-like sense. And they uh didn't have a well ending, but uh <laughs> moving on, my bad. <laughs> but that's why I said you gotta chill on the panels, man. Okay. Anyway, so moving on, I do feel you though with that world uh, life federation, whatever they want to call it. So foundation, my bad. Anyway, so yeah, man. Um, but when I had broke my toe, um, and I moved in with my sister, my older sister. They watch wrestling. Mm-hmm. And I've been listening to the Corner Podcast. Um, I talk about them all the time. Andres Hill, Kel Dansby. They have a show every week, sometimes multiple shows, uh, you know, wrestling on the corner. Um, you know, as well as their hip-hop and mixed martial arts and boxing shows. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. they have an actual wrestling show. In fact, most times on the wrestling show, they don't even talk hip-hop. That's how deep they are with the wrestling. They talk all the orgs. So anyway, I said it to say, sitting there watching with my sister, and I'm saying stupid stuff like, y'all, listen, don't laugh at me when I say these names. If you know WWE right now, you would know what I'm saying. So like, I don't know what everybody look like, you know what I'm saying? 
So I've been hearing about all these wrestlers, like from listening to their podcast for like the past six, seven years, right? So I know about people. I just don't know what a lot of them look like. So I'm sitting there. Who's it come out? Uh, 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 Oscar. Oscar came out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's what she looked like? Like she looked like nothing like I thought she would have looked. Like I thought she was gonna come out there looking like Charlotte or Bianca, like you know what I'm saying, like a bigger, <laughs> like real talk. I thought she was like a more hulking figure the way they talk about her on the show, right? Um, I was like, oh, okay, and then like uh, Ricochet, he don't look like what I thought he looked like. <laughs> uh, I knew he was black though, allegedly, <clears throat> but He's, he is. Uh, I would go alleged, but he. I mean, he is. I, he is black, bro. I, I, that was a joke. Because, no, it was a joke. They also do a show called uh, Wrestling with Stereotypes. It's a great show. Um, y'all should catch it. He gets bigger, bigger every year. And he have a lot of the black uh, wrestlers on that they all talk about, you know, the different stereotypes they got to fight through in the industry. Anyway, said all that to say. It but was you just also cool wore a mask and pretended to be a Latino for a, a right. Lot, so that, a so you on the, so you get <laughs> yeah. what I'm trying to yeah. say. Yeah. That's why I said. So anyway, I said all that to say from that and then sitting there with them, I just started watching it. Uh, SmackDown every week, Raw every week. Then we watching pay per views and got hooked, man. I'm not gonna lie, that uh, the first pay per view we watched, um, uh, uh, was it Money in the Bank? Mm-hmm. No, night of I think it no, no, it was Night of Champions. Okay, the night uh Bianca uh lost her belt. Okay, and, uh, yeah, yeah. At that that stupid day, uh, Seth Rollins won the new title. Over uh um was it Finn? I think he fights Finn. Yeah, it might have been. There's a good chance. No, no, no. AJ Styles. It was uh yeah. Seth Rollins. AJ. That was the first match of the night. Mm-hmm. It was incredible. Like I didn't know Seth Rollins came out like that. Like mm-hmm. I didn't know like he was that over. Like I heard about him being over. I didn't know. I was like, whoa. Like, uh-oh. but that was the day that the uh the Middle Eastern uh suckers. I mean brothers uh did not cheer Bianca at all, and that that hurt my heart. But anyway, that's what brought me back to the game, man. Um, sorry for the long introduction right there, but uh, yeah. little bro was like, "I want to hear the story." I was well, like, "Because I, right. I was gonna say, because for people who probably just don't know, for me, I was I was a wrestling fan for majority of my life. But for me, when like with wrestling, like I was a WWE fan, like that's where I first got in. But then like. I became like engrossed. Like for me, like it grew from just being a WWE fan to like I was watching, you know, back when they had TNA, I was watching uh, ROH. I'm watching New Japan. Yes, sir. Like, New Japan. I love hey, I've been hearing, I've been hearing about New Japan for a long time, bro. They beat the shit out of each other over there. For sure. They're, it's ter- That's why there's a lot of like when the Asian Collins do come in, like an Oscar. They fight their wrestling style yes. is usually way more like aggressive looking. And that's why a mm-hmm. lot of like uh New Japan people also do MMA too. It's like a whole thing. Like the pipeline to between the two is like right there. But yeah, so for me, I stopped watching when they had got to three hours. Like when the three hour era okay. first started, I, I was there you. for like the first year, but then it was like that three hours for Raw was like it was it was rough. So then I just started watching SmackDown for a good bit of it, and then I just slowly fell out. And then, like that was been my like my whole thing with WWE for many years is I'll be into it, 
and then yeah. like there'll be a, a, a era that I will call like and I sat through some really bad eras which like that 2012 was rough but you know like I'll, it's ebbs and flows so then when you start to get back into it I'm like let me see what the hell is going back on over there because your hypeness for it made me yeah. be like all right let me check it out again <laughs> and then right. I do like that though, right? You like wait, yeah. this dude hyper wait, he he's that hype about that? Like, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then like but, seeing it. But what did I but what did I tell you? Do you remember what I tell you? Uh, what I said when you asked me, you was like, bro, really? And I was like, yeah. Um but what I always tell people when they the people that are surprised at like, what well, like you like that? I say, I respect the athletes. Yes. Like real talk. Being a 39-year-old athlete myself that you know like the dream is over you know what i'm saying um you got those people out there going out there i'm like man those moves not easy to pull off man for real pause. like depend on yeah like, when i'm talking pause. about them, them japanese yeah pause the uh, japanese uh-huh. ones them japanese <laughs> wrestlers they be putting they shut that shit looks painful but yes bro exactly but that's the thing though right so speaking of pain Speaking of pain, we finally get to today's topic, though, right? Let's do it, yes. We finally get there. So there's this show called WWE This Is Awesome on Peacock, right? And I'm watching the episode, and then I end up going back. I think the first episode I watched like, episode four or something like that. They just came out with a new season, too. Um, I don't have Peacock. My sister had it. Anyway, so I'm watching the show, and they were talking about the best finishers right so I'm watching this and I'm like yo that was cold it's cold they explained some stuff to me that I really like for instance like the RKL wasn't even on my list and I had to not only put it up on the list I had to bump it up you know what I'm saying like higher like three times Yeah, you know yeah. just from watching that show um, to see I stopped watching like right when Orton started to uh, rise up, like when you had Batista and Cena, like oh, oh, oh four. Yeah, right. I'm gonna be honest. I gotta That's keep it mean. honest, though. I gotta keep it honest. My Marine Corps brother John Cena, you ran me away from the WWE. I'm keeping it funky. I'm, I'm gonna keep it one. I don't blame you, though. I really I'm don't keep it swing. I ain't gonna get into that at this time. But you know, yeah. he is my Marine Corps brother, simple for Dallas. And all of that, but he was never ran me marine. away. Well, he was a marine. <clears throat> he ran. He listen, he ran me away. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. We'll yeah. talk about that another day, anyway. Because yeah, I'm back yeah. now. So listen. So they were talking about the uh, um, best finishers all the time, and I'm like, so I created a list of my top ten, but I changed it. It's not finishers because I didn't want submissions in there. Um, to be honest, and then like submission locks with uh. <clears throat> You know, other uh, finishers, man, you can't, like, that top 10 would be crazy, but I couldn't even make that top 10 without doing them separate first. You know what I'm saying? So I i didn't even touch the submission list, but I'll get there. So this one is my favorite top 10 non-submission finishers. Okay. okay. Um, But I just want to quickly give off three that did not make the list. Just to show y'all how tough it was for me to make the list, okay? Because you didn't hear these yet, little bro. No. So, number, so the first one, one of my favorite finishes of all time, the perfect slam, Mr. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. 
so much. So like one of my complaints with Gable's finish, um, Gable, he, I I just became a fan of him um, because I did watch him in college when he used to wrestle. So I didn't know that was the same guy. I had to go back. I said, okay, that's why I like his technical wrestling. Obviously, remind me of Bret Hart and Ben Wyatt, those guys. But I say that to say this. His finisher, Gable's finisher, reminds me, I'm like, he really should just do the perfect slam. And or, bro, for you, for me to believe that you just pin this guy, like, I need you to be up on your toes. You got to get those heels out the dirt, my guy. That's what makes the perfect slam so beautiful, right? It wasn't just the move. It was that he always had those heels about the about the mat, man. Showing that he actually put in pressure, right? Those are small technical things that we saw back then. And, uh, that's why I mentioned that one because I just love that move. Mr. Perfect was my dude. I used to do the uh, the gum smack when I used to wrestle in high oh, school, yeah, middle school. Ass, that yeah, I, that, that was one of my moves. Like I did a lot of little wrestling things, like um, you know, just little random stuff that. If you was a wrestling fan, you would know what I was doing. But that was literally like right as I'm walking up onto the mat, I would do it every time. I smack it toward the gym wall. You know, I try to find where I can smack my gum toward. Mm-hmm. Spit it up, smack it up. Shout out to the winner fresh. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway, next one the power bomb. Mm. Mm. Which one? See, that, that here's the thing I had to put it off to the side for a reason, right? Because it's, again, these are three moves that make you say, wait a minute, bro. These didn't make the list. What's on the list? That's that's the point of this, right? That's the point of this. So keep that question about the power bomb. I put it all to the side because I think Sid did it best. But I also like that I'm seeing a lot more women use it. And I love the way they use it. You feel me? Just like, yeah. uh, what's his name? Gunther. Gunther. I always mess his stupid name up. But the Intercontinental Champion, he got a he got a mean power bomb, bro. Pause. I didn't know how to say that if it was pause worthy, so I had to. Never could be too I used sexy. to. I used to like. Uh, <laughs> I used to like Kevin Nash's jackknife, but. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The way but, he would do it is he damn near. It was like he. He would just throw you straight down. It was one of the ones where it was just like, as it got older, it just looked worse. So, and worse each time, I'd be like, please stop doing that. So look, but here's the thing, though. Jack Knight was cold, right? It was but cold. Was vicious, though? What? <laughs> anyway, that's why, look, that's why I said. And then my guy, of course, you know, I grew up as a wrestler. You, y'all got to know. Kurt Angle, bro. We talking about <laughs> the Angle Slam. What are we talking about? which which listen which was so good because it really was a setup move so i said it to say this so what makes these maneuvers great to me right hold on let me stop you really fast what it just dawned on me you missed the perk angle error i I know my i know my my boy was going down i couldn't watch that bro i couldn't no 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 no. here's mm. the problem though couldn't see it's my not that like he was that. going down. He was like, that was his best wrestling era. Like, and I heard, bro, he was incredible he, at that point. Like, it, it's insane how good. Hey, he my was. man, and listen, I'm gonna get you know get the proper equipment to wear a uh, pause. Get the uh the proper app to where I, yeah, can... yeah. <laughs> yo, 
Yo, I'm gonna get the proper app to where I can watch all that. I I'm just gonna, don't. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give I was saying. Wait, wait. It's the reason why I meant you gotta let me finish this part. Because mm-hmm. here's the thing about the angle slam, right? As as devastating as it was, it was actually a setup move. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's what make this list. Why I made it this way, okay? Because it's the setup maneuvers. Or the the extra uh, a little genesee quality put on the move, right? To really make it theirs. That's what make the list dope to me, right? It's one of those things where it's like, for instance, there's a move on here that my number one move is number one because of that move. You understand what I'm saying? Okay. But it's it's a, it's where it's a finisher, it's a setup maneuver, but you could also use it as a finisher. That's what makes these moves dope to me, right? Because it's going to be one of them where I might say the move and then you might be like, oh, yeah, but what about this part? For instance, the rock bottom, right? You might say, yeah, but the people elbow better. But that was the setup. You know what I'm saying? Like, like yes, you, could, you, could, you could, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, so that's what I meant by that. So anyway, so I at number 10, I have the KOD, uh, Miss Bianca Belair. Queen Bianca Belair. Okay. Yes. I got that at number 10. Um, Reason being, again, first and foremost, I mean, the young lady just, she's just fantastic in the ring. Like, she really is uh, outside of that uh, crowd of those uh, men that like, I'm sorry, Middle Eastern men over there that, you know, maybe they were just. Maybe the Saudi homies as well. Wait, I, you said ain't that? I listen, bro. Anyway, all I was saying was, you know, maybe they were just in shock and awe, and just maybe they were speechless, you know, like KC was, right? You know, like I get my thoughts together for the very next day, you know, and then when I see you, like I forget everything to say. Maybe that's what happened. No, that's not working. Excuse <laughs> you, bro. No, man. No. No. <laughs> hey, my man, you add some crickets in on that one. I need crickets. I am. I am. I'm going to add some in. I'm going to add some in. <laughs> but, <laughs> listen, anyway, man, Bianca Belair with the KOD. It's, again, I love this setup, too, with the flip joint she do. Like, dog, she, she'll come off the ropes or the... Uh, the little flip she do off the rope, man. Like lately, she been you know hitting like two chicks at once. You know what I'm saying? I love that little flip move, boom, before she hit her finisher. And she's just she's fantastic to me. Um, like honestly, she's my favorite female wrestler of all time, and that's saying something because it's so early in her career. But I just like she's amazing to me. So that's a little 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 bias, little home cooking on that one. But yeah, yeah, oh yeah, we. Yeah, it's 10 though. It ain't like I said it was 10. Yeah, it's 10. Okay, right? So anyway, so number nine, the choke slam. Specifically, specifically, Kane, Big Slow, I mean show, and the Undertaker, specifically. But when I think of the choke slam, like, come on, man. I think of Kane, I'm gonna be honest. He has Thank you. One. Yeah, he has, Kane has it right. Don't remember Kane. We used to grab that glove, be stretching it, yeah, stretching and that he glove. He would lift them higher in the air. Bro. Kane would lift them high as fucking air. 
bro, like he be going down to his knees on his side. Yeah. Like, yeah. listen, trying to drive you straight to hell with it, bro. Like, yeah, Takers is more of just he threw you down. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was. Kane will actually like drive you down. Yeah, this was perfect. So, so, man. So when I think of the chokes now, I mostly think Kane. But of course, you know, you got Taker throwing mankind off the cage, bro. Hell in the cell, man. I'll never forget that match, man. I thought he, I thought he was over. I thought the guy died. I really did. (laughs) I thought he, in fact, I thought he died twice in that match, bro. Remember he went off the side, and then he went through the top of it. Bro, Have you ever watched him explained it? Because uh, he, I think I, I think because yeah, he that said story. Mick Foley said that he thought he said the throw off the side of the cage wasn't the one that hurt. It was when he choked Sandro through the cage. Through the cage, that's what I'm chair, saying. Through the top the of it, chair fell and hit him on the head too. Oh, and then he, and it knocked his tooth through his nose. So it was oh, bad. Nice. Yeah, it was so Ow. bad. It's a. Ow. I don't know. Like Undertaker thought he was like, I thought I killed him. I'm not gonna lie. I thought he died the second time. He was like, Damn. Yeah, we just gonna keep him moving. But he finished the match. Shout out to him. That's a must watch match. Mick Foley's a monster, man. Yes, he's, he's awesome. Uh, like, so number eight. Number eight. Because truth be told, this is one of the moves. It don't even look right when anybody else do it. Razor's edge. Favorite Cuban. <laughs> Bro, like, bro, if you don't stop. <laughs> hey, yo, my favorite Cuban. Wait, 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 wait. You got to say Nick Cuban. You got to put the MC. because it, It's something like chicken. It ain't, <laughs> that's something like chicken, bro. Oh my, like, my name is Reza Ramon. <laughs> bro. Shout, shout out to wrestling, bro. That's the only place where somebody like, tend to be another race. That shit Come is on, man. Crazy. Yo. Well, let's keep it real, bro. You know what made that move? The move, like the slam part. Okay, look, this will make it bad. This man, once he stopped you with your head, you know, he squeezed your head between his legs, pause, right? Boom, mm-hmm. and he's standing there with his arm straight out, looking like Jay the Kiss at Madison Square Garden, talking about, I'm outside. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> is, it, is that not? He be sitting there like, yeah. and the crowd gets, oh, Oh, pick you over his head, bro. You sitting there, you, he just holding you up. No, but it's the if you remember when he pick you up first, then he do an extra pick up to it, like an extra lift. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. That's you, what I'm saying, though. Bro, and you just sitting there looking, you sitting there looking helpless, bro. You mm-hmm. looking like you just listen. Hey, man. Then the slam was already nasty around the back of your neck. Oh, mm-hmm. vertebrae. Ugh. Hey man, Razor's Edge, man. Yes, sir. And that's one of the moves. Like, if somebody else tried to do it, pause. But it's just like, just stop, bro. It's the no, Razor's Edge. Yeah. It, it doesn't look good. Nobody got this way. At the start, like when he first got into the. Uh, and it don't look really, good. It, yeah, it looked bad because he would try to do it with a run. It was, yeah, not a fan of it. That's what I'm saying. It's just, it's just one of those things that's just, it's just hard to. Uh, to duplicate, man. So that's shout out to Razor's Edge. Uh, at number seven, I have the F5 by Brock Lesnar. Yeah, this is the first one where I'm like, this is a little disrespectful. I love the F5 what? so much. I, it should be higher than me. I love the fucking. Whoa. Because I'm thinking about the peak F5, like back when he was doing it in like, like 04, like 03, like that 04, 03, when he was like at his peak, 
he used to do that shit with some straight up velocity. Like he used to throw a motherfucker. He said velocity. <laughs> I, you gotta use words like that for that. Like that shit used to be like wow. Like when he watching it, if for people who need to know, like go watch him do it to like Rey Mysterio or something. Cause he threw Rey Mysterio against like like the uh that corner because it used to just be a still buckle right there. That Yo, who'd he throw who'd he throw up against the cage in that one match, bro? Made him look helpless. Was that uh Kurt Angle? Yeah, it might have been Kurt. He, man, got- he made my dude look bad. Man, I wanted my guy to retire, man. I just couldn't watch my guy go out like that. that shit always <laughs> I love the F5, man. <laughs> it's so good. I'm telling you, bro. That shit is that's hey, great- hey, real talk. Um, so pie before the pie, I was explaining to, to little bro like why I end up putting the KOD at 10. And um was because the F5. Like Bianca Belair is really it's more of a technical, a technical uh strength slam where it's like it's more it's a control version of F5. It's more control, right? But I'm like, no, we'll make that F5 wild. You know, for those you don't know, that's the uh the largest, fastest uh tornado, the F5. Like just complete out of control. And one of my knocks on Brock was I'm like, as time went on, he stopped slamming faces at the mat. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need you to slam their face through the mat, like, you know, push down on their body and push them down to the mat still, you know. But it's still a crazy move because again, sometimes it's a F5, you just lose control in the midst of throwing whoever it is, throwing them out of the cage. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, man. So uh with that F5 number six, six. I got not gonna lie, I gotta get props. Cause I mentioned this guy earlier, you know, around the time I stopped watching. The RKO, man. <laughs> it wasn't even on my list at all. Like it's so good. Listen, bro. So watching WWE, this is awesome, right? The the finishers. This mm-hmm. is what made me like the literally. I'm watching the show and and I'm still thinking the same thing. Right? I'm sitting there, I'm just chilling, like, oh, the move, that's good. Uh, you know, bro. So this would this would threw me. This would threw me for a loop. So, uh, uh, DDP said. DDP said, you know, what made mine different? What well, he said, what made the diamond cutter different from the stunner was, um. Uh, uh, what do you say? The different ways, the different setups. Yeah, yeah, right? it can come out of nowhere, like literally. Right, right. So I'm, I'm saying that this is what made me do the list. How I did the list. I never thought about setups, right? Going all the way back to, for instance, the angle slam. That's really a setup, right? But it could be a finish. That's what made it so crazy because it can come out of nowhere. Pause, right? You do the setup, and you just bust the move out of nowhere. So mm-hmm. just bust the move. Hey, if you see, uh, the RKO. My bad. Go ahead. Because at the start, like it is, it is. He did steal it from DDP, but the difference is he yeah. had a jump to it, and the jump, like it made it where it can literally come. So you on, understand what I'm saying? Out of nowhere, yeah. Because that was yeah. what made it really good. Like it was just like it would be in the middle of a match, or I think one of. I'm trying to think the best. One. It was. I, I, we'll keep it real. It was the one. Uh, uh, that shooting star press one was a good one. Ooh, you know what? I, I just, I just thought of a move that should have been on there. But I'm gonna bring it up. Uh, actually, I'm gonna bring it up. I bring it up next. So um, I'm gonna yeah. bring it up next because well, it's I, a setup. It's a setup to the next move. Yeah. So I, I, I yeah. love the 
Yeah. So even so, though I fucked up his back, I and he probably will never do it again. But yeah. Uh, so for me, so this is the point where the rest of my list is all about the setup. Like the setup is what made it cold. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's where I got to the RKO because I'm like, if something's better than this, why is it better? Right? It got to be because the setup. You see what I'm saying? And that's what made prompting me because DDP said that. And I never thought about it like that, you know? Um, and I was like, dang, that's, you know, that's dope. And they show any clips. And then they were showing that viral stuff, man, where fans, like people was tripping and he come out with RKO. I'm not going to lie, bro. I had a good time watching that episode. I was like, this is sweet. You know, like I said, I missed a lot of But remember, I, I missed it, right? But and again, though, I missed it. But I missed a lot of that time, though, bro. Yeah, no, I, I do. You, you know did miss a lot of it, yeah. Because Guerrero, Eddie, I just passed, man. I, I saw Eddie, uh, Dan, Dan Wyman. It was just a lot, man. I couldn't, he should have been on the list. Anyway. But, he uh, should have been on the list. Eddie should be on this list. I feel you, bro. They still I, trying to copy that frog splash. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. But see, that's a different that, that's a different list. We got to go oh, off, okay, the, uh, okay. yeah, off, the, off the turnbuckles, bro. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Um, I was just wondering. So it was an RKO. He gave somebody an RKO. They was jumping from uh, both uh, ends of the uh, ends of the uh, ring, like the turnbuckle, and he gave somebody an RKO like that. I can't remember who it was, but that was when I was like, oh, "Okay, boy!" Like he catching people off the ladder and everything. I'm like, mm-hmm. that was incredible. That was the one. That's the one I was thinking of when they was a. Uh, Money in a bank or belts hanging, or it was something. Yeah, I know he's on some ladders. He got one with Styles. He got one with Evan Bourne. That's good. The Seth Rollins one off the curb stop. Was good. Oh yeah, that was cold. Yeah, like it's always. It's just the ways that he can get it is what makes it great. No doubt. So next one, the jackhammer. Yeah. I think big, that's the name. Big damn Mergliotis finishing move. Man, he's a big damn regular. No real th- go uh Goldberg, man. Though. But see, what make that move called? That spear, bro. Yeah, that's that spear, man. Yeah. Yo. Which I was thinking of the RKO, and that's what made when I was talking, I was like, man, but the, when Ed Spear, oh boy, um, the table ladders chairs match. Yeah. The first one, yo, yes. spear this man, and uh, what? I was like, what? Look, I just made my little head, my back. <laughs> bro, no. listen, bro, I was flabbergasted. Bro. Shout out to Ed did. because I just, I just watched Edge last night. Uh, yeah. His last match, uh, well, made his last match on the contract. Yeah. Twenty five years in the industry, um, saying goodbye. But anyway, that's what made me think of that. I, I will but say, jackhammer, make yeah. the jackhammer cold, which is a cold move by yourself. Spear, bro. What mm-hmm. are we talking about? I think in addition to seeing, like, because my comparing it to Edge's spear, because Edge kind of always he never did a great spear. It was like kind of like he just kind of hugged you. The way that Goldberg would hit that spear Man. and then put it right, and then he would just like grab you and just it would be the the lead up to the jackhammer two was just it was basically on, you man. would be dead at that point. So then Basically? once you got that, it was just like, wow. It's the perfect, like, over-the-top move. Yeah. Then, yo, what make it ill was this. He took Lex Luthor's move. 
made it look better though, bro. Like yeah. the narcissist. I don't, I don't know. Do you remember the narcissist? You remember? Like yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. come on, man. That dog, man, hold you up in the air. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like uh, Ultimate Warrior and all those guys used to do, man. But it was the slam on top of it, bro. Oh my! The athleticism, the power, the drive. Goldberg, let's yeah. go. Yes, sir. So number four, the Doomsday Device. Yes, sir. Can I do the the rush? What a rush, man! Let's go, Legion of Doom, bro. What are we talking about? The paint, the football shoulder pass with the spikes. Yeah. Listen, bro. So probably the most overtracked team of all time. Come on, man. So remember, I said the setup. Like, come on, man. Well, my man, uh, hawking animal. When uh, uh, animal, when animal gets you up on his shoulders, dog start walking over there. It's nothing you could do. And this is made a move. At. This is the part of the move. I don't think nobody ever repeat. It's not just that hawk jump off the top rope and clothesline you, right? You gotta watch animal hands. Cause his hands be on top, and then he'll move them underneath to like where the uh, hamstrings are, mm. and push your legs up in the air. <laughs> the same time, bro, he just throw you in there at the same time. Hawk coming across your chest, boom! Yo, the Doomsday Device, come on, man! I stand. I love the Doomsday Device. My favorite so, team. It's up there. That's with, my uh, favorite tag team. Move. I'm not gonna lie. Remember, uh, there's another one from this. I forgot what they're called, but they had the Total Eliminator. The ACW was with Perry Saturn and uh, oh my god, yeah. But I actually had what's the name that move on her, but I took them off because I ain't want a whole bunch of stuff on her. Um, the Dully Boys. Oh yeah, 3D. Uh, yeah. Yeah, man. That was a 3D the, too. Or the Dully Driver, whatever one. Because when you, cause when you grab the tables with it, bro. It was always bad. Like, well, it was just always the, it's bad. always there's is the lead up too with the like the they get to tables and then they yeah that's things. what I'm saying yeah. like it's the you know it was one of those things but uh I decided I was like man I have to make a whole another list for tag teams but I couldn't take this one off okay I couldn't take that one off uh, yeah number three we had the top three now okay. So look, you already objected to how many do you objected to two? You said you probably need to move higher. Yeah, and then there's something I would throw on the list. Okay, that's cool. So I'm about to get these last three, and then you can just speak your piece and we'll get out of here, man. Thanks again for everybody for tuning in, hanging in there. I know this is different for y'all, but hey man, wrestling dog, let's get it. It's something different. You feel me? Uh step your life up, expand your horizons, you feel me? So anyway. Number three, man, I got the rock bottom. <laughs> the most, the most electrifying man in sports entertainment. Even though he stole that shit, by the way, he stole that goddamn move. It's still insane because that's he stole that move from Booker T. That's just the bucket. It's literally the, the rock. Listen, <laughs> the rock bottom. Yeah. But yeah. what was the difference? What made the rock bottom better? The people's the elbow into the it. people's yeah. elbow, dog. Come on, most electrifying move in sports entertainment. Come on, man. The moment he did it with the so he slid in the goddamn gator. Come on, man. Y'all was just about to bring that up. Yeah, 
No, oh, man. When that when he was uh when he was guest referee for uh the British Bulldog versus Triple X. Hey, he smacked them up and then just left. Like, man, you know, I ain't dealing with either one of y'all. Like, he bust them both up, dog. Like, Rock was the man. Rock bottom, man. What are we talking about? Mm-hmm. It's amazing. And like you said, it's the people's elbows, the setup, man. Like, you know how many awesome people elbows, man? Like, so look, I got that move right there for a reason, right? Because my number two move it's not only the setup, it was the sale that made the move code, right? You ready? Yeah. Okay. Stone Cold Stunner, man. Stone Cold Stunner's, man. Okay, Vince. And Scott Hall. Vince Bro, Vince. What? Everybody was selling that shit. Like, they, they got shot. Like, that shit was... Bro, who did... Did he stun Betty White? <laughs> like this dude was crazy. Stone Cold, everybody got it, bro. It was the kick to the groin, the groin kick. Yeah, Bam. The groin kick is the one with it. That's what makes it. it was, think about it. It was never no coming back after the groin kick. You can kick him, bro. He's doing that stunner. You might get up, but he's doing that stunner, bro. The, bro, he never switched it. That's what made That's it ill. Like, bro, like he the, did it the same every single yeah, time. Bro. And it's just the way the audience would be like the explosion. Yeah. Of he would hit the stunner too. It was just like that. The damn near the arena would blow that fucking top. Come off. on, like man. The second that guy hit, everybody was like, oh, because you knew it was usually over. It was, just, yeah, that's my shit. Shout out to this. Yeah. So, and that's why I put it number two, because like you mentioned, The Rock sold it like no other, man. Like that dude be flopping around, mm-hmm. man. Too funny. Like, all right, bro. Like, like this, The Rock, the way he sold it made it comical. Like, like, okay, buddy. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know. Hey, uh, and then number one, though. I say number nine with the choke slam, right? Yeah. <laughs> number one is the tombstone pile driver. Mm. Yes, sir. Okay. See. Because of, because of the choke slam. Okay. Be, because the... I remember old school, he grabbed that one arm, walked the ropes, jumped yeah. off. <clears throat> Come on, man. Taker, bro. The tombstone, it was the always over, bro. Too, I like as well. Because he would do a you little said, leap with it, too. He'd jump up on the tippy on, toes bro. and then go. Now, this is a good list, but it's a few that I'm like, I would have threw on the list. Hey, hold, with the lead hold, up too. hold on real quick. Last thing I got to say for you said that. This is, so look, we like I say, we always wrestle, man. Um, shout out, <laughs> shout out to my cuz, man. My cuz, Black Eyed P. This fool, Tombstone Power Drive, right on top of the chair, bro, in the basement on the west side. My granddad, <laughs> listen to this day, we be talking. We used to hit each other with chairs, but that was the that was the one time where everybody was like, oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. Bro, I was rubbing my head like, yo. It was one of them I couldn't pass out because, you know, we was going to get in trouble. Like, for yeah, real, man, it was yeah. funny. Like, they, look, I just remember all them, my little head spinning. 
can't barely see. They all like, come on, Jay, stay up, bro. They wave me, throwing water on me. I'm like, yo. <laughs> that would always be my favorite part. Uh, when you would do a restroom move and, and it was too bad that everybody would be trying to yo. wake you up. Like, no, 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 don't, don't tell mama. Yo. You cool, you cool, you cool. You cool, don't yo. cry, don't cry, don't cry. Come on, man. Shout out to my knee going through the wall, man. Miles beat the brakes off me and my brother, dog. The brakes, okay? <laughs> Yo, go ahead, man. My bad, man. Thanks okay. again, y'all. But this shit fun, man. So Let's go. For me, the ones that I would include, mainly because if you're going to mention the setup, um, the Sweet Chin music, it's a super kick, but yeah, Shawn Michaels, yeah. that shit, everything that went yeah. with it, and the fact that it came out of nowhere at times, that shit was just outstanding. I and there's some really good super kicks, like one with Tashon Benjamin, where he jumped off the rope and got caught by it. That's why I would throw that on there. You know, um, can I explain to you why I why it's not on it. the list? Go for it. And well, now that I think about it, so look, what I'm about to say, I said about another move, right? But I think it's like the razor. It's like the razor's edge for me, bro. Nobody. It's just not right when I. I don't care who it is. The Usos overuse it. I don't Everybody, like it. Everybody, it's overuse. That's it, what yeah. I'm saying, bro. And it's so not bad. a finisher. What other people do it, man. Yeah, like, it's come so on, man. And to me, I'm sorry. Just for me, it's a lot of it. The shine's been taken off. Kind of like the power bomb. Like, because how do you mess up a power bomb? And a lot of people have. So hey. just saying, it just, that's why it's not on my list because. Yeah, I can deep, say it should be there, but I didn't. That's why I didn't put yeah, it. Yeah, this is a deep, deep uh, pull, but I, I just love it, and I think that the way this person did it, even though now it's just a regular move now, Jake Nestake with the DDT. Yes, sir. His DDT was nasty, bro. Speaking I, of, bro, did you see SmackDown the other night, real quick? Uh, no, I haven't. Man, listen, dog. Bianca Belair hit. A uh, uh, DDT and a uh, net breaker on uh, EO Scott and Bailey. Bro. Oh, I saw that. I did see that. Great nastiness, bro. And it looked, it looked, listen, shout out to all three of those women because they did that move to perfection. It was not one glitch in that. I said, that's A plus five star shit right there, man. Just that move, not the whole match. Yeah. Man. But go ahead, um, man. My bad. I just wanted to say that. I get it. Uh, this is another one that is like, uh, I just think it's an iconic finisher. It may not be as good as it is, like to to today's like time, but and like it fucks your body up, so a lot of people don't do it anymore. Hulk Hogan with the fucking leg drop. Uh, I'm sorry. Him with the boot, lead until he hit that rope. And then jump that fucking uh, white leg up into the air and just drop that shit on you. I'm hey, sorry, bro. it's iconic, bro. It's iconic. It's hey icon- man, hey, this for another podcast, but he's so overrated, bro. Oh, he is. I admit, he's very overrated. <laughs> what I'm saying is very this: you got to remember, though, bro. I'm an '80s baby. You feel me? So, like, peak holding there. Like, real talk, I think me and Mania is, like, either the same year or I'm, like, one year older than Mania. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's or, or vice versa. I think Mania might be one year older than me. Anyway, but I'm saying that to say this, fam. Real talk. He never was good to me, even as a shorty, bro. I'm like, could you do some real moves, bro? I'm, I like technical wrestlers, but 
what I like about I like a technical wrestler that can also do strength moves. Okay. Like that's that's why I like Bianca Belair. That's why I like Charlotte. You see what okay. I'm saying? I'll yeah. Okay. That real talk. They remind uh Gable. Like they remind me of the wrestlers that I like. Okay. Do some moves, man. That's all I'm saying. I ain't gonna get into Hogan. I need you to do some moves, sir. Uh let me see. Now there's other ones I, I have like just outside of the WWE that I wouldn't name because like they not most people wouldn't even know them. But so more WWE ones. I hated it personally. I personally do not like this finisher, but I know most people will put in the top ten. Triple H is the pedigree. Bro, you know what? Same reason I, I deal with the uh kick. Bro, you know how many bad pedigrees I see out here, bro? It's, it's not just a regular oh, move, man. That move is incredible, bro. That move was incredible. And I hate when And I'm not saying, all I'm saying, I'm not saying you can't touch another person's move. What are you, it's like Lupe said, man. Like, what are you bringing to the game? Like, did mm-hmm. you improve on the design? Did you do something new? <laughs> like, like, your name ain't on the guest list. Who brought you? Like, what are we doing? Like that's how I feel about that move. It's so many people that use it, and I'm just like, KO. Like, just, come on, guys. Like, yeah. Uh, these are like my last like three. It's probably just gonna be like a rapid speed one. Um, this one will probably be because you guys stop watching by this point. CM Punk with the GTS. I like it. I love it. It's not as good as like the actual original GTS, like from uh, the wrestler Kenta, but it's it's good. Okay. Uh, then uh, Kevin Owens used to do the pop up power bomb. I love yeah, that. Yeah. that used to be a good one. And then specifically for that's an off the top rope move, so I, I can't because we're not including those. Because otherwise, I mean, listen, I would you can you can, but I think they deserve their own yeah. list, though, bro. That's why I said like just like submissions, bro. I'm like. Because yeah, I'll give that's two, why, but that's why I really didn't want to add. I didn't really want to add the RKO or the yeah. stunner, right? But I'm like, man, I don't want to just do slams. I'm like, some stuff just got to be added. And I do, I do agree with you about the pedigree and about the uh, super kick. Absolutely. Yeah, two there's, I can move two off there for that. Yeah, those two are outstanding. I, I love both of those ones a lot. Um, yeah, and just a, when Triple H first started doing the pedigree, it was like really, it was way more painful looking than it was as it's gone on in time. Because you used to talking about when he talking about before the roars. I mean, before he put on more weight when he was skinny, when he used to like he man. It was Hunter Hearst Helmsley, yeah. When he was, yes, uh, sir. Like yes, on their neck, yeah, that one. <laughs> no doubt. But uh, uh, yeah. So shout out to him. Those are like my main ones. I would outside like the ones like. If if I'm including like what off the top rope, to me there's nothing better than just because of how well it was like executed, it always looked good, and then like all the my favorite wrestler of all time is Eddie Guerrero. The frog okay. splash was just every moment I always think about when he hit that frog splash on Brock Lesnar. Like after just the combination of it when uh he hit Brock with the F5, or no, he tried to hit him with the F5, but he got hit with the belt, and then he did the frog splash off the top world. Yeah. Like, his, like, his shit was so good that certain people still, like, every Latino wrestler still tries to be Eddie Guerrero, including Dom. Hey, but man, why you, got, why you got to go there? Do I need to put my T-shirt time, back on? 
Wait a minute, wait a minute. No, bro, spot. stop. This is, not, no, no, this is not time. For, don't do this. I'm just this saying. my man Dirty Dom out of this. Speaking of his, his son, Dom. Can you leave Dirty Dom out of this? Everyone who, another wrestling storyline, Eddie Guerrero on, ran man. a stereo, fought over Dom. Back in the Come day. on, bro. Oh, don't say nothing about this 619. This the 619 should definitely this be on this goddamn list. I no love way. No. no. I love that in every different type no. of that going in. The one off the no. top row. It's ugly when Dom do it, but the traditional David Stereo at the peak six one nine is Listen. outstanding. That shit is beautiful. Hey, my man. Look, everybody wanted to do it. Everybody wanted to do it as a kid. I want to do the six one nine. That shit was outstanding. I almost wanted to buy a mask because that Ray Mysterio. You're not doing this to the six one nine. That shit is incredible, and I will also throw it on a list somewhere too. There it is. That's who I would. Those are the ones I would put on there. WWE specifically. Those are the ones I would throw on there. Okay. Booyaka, booyaka. <laughs> hey man, look, this was a good show, man. Uh, definitely appreciate y'all for tuning yes. in. And these were just staying the whole ride, man, for sure. You already know that it's Lucky Me podcast, man. We gonna, uh, you know, continue to do our thing. And uh, this is, I think this this is the first one, right? Of yeah. our. Uh, yeah, man, doing a little wrestling segment. Um, you know, just kicking it, man. So we definitely appreciate y'all. Little bros, you got something for the people? Um, random wrestling fact. Uh DX once came out to a version of their theme song by Run DMC. Yes, sir. Fifty yeah. years of hip hop. You are ready. Years of hip hop. Peace. Peace.